Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Ruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, it's one of my most hated days of the year. <laughs> I can imagine. The day after your birthday. Uh-huh. It's just, I just hate it. I hate it's that It's the letdown. Day. It's the letdown. Happy birthday, by the way, before <laughs> we get into you. it. You're a, a March 31st baby. I am. I am. My uh, grandfather was afraid of me being an April Fool, so I was induced the day before. Really? I either I was going to be induced or I just happened okay. anyway. So it was and I was also I was supposed to be twin girls. <laughs> <laughs> so tough so. look for the obstetrician. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have an older sister, so my dad was thinking of a household of just four women and, and two yeah. twins and just he was probably shit in his pants. But uh the technology back then just wasn't as good as today. What you think? <laughs> So Still apparently though. there was an echo with the sonogram. So they thought there was two heartbeats. And uh, back then they thought, oh, well, the pace of the heart is such. That's a girl. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Great job. Uh-huh. Mr. Uh, obstetrician who uh, gave Lance's family <laughs> Some bad info, some bad intel that uh-huh. uh, then Lance comes home to a nursery that's got pink and purple and two cribs in it. Yeah. And uh, that's why you're screwed <laughs> up, buddy. Oh, there's so many reasons. Yeah, that's in that's in there, though. <laughs> that's just the top of the list. Yeah, it's in there. Um, yeah, today's April Fool's and uh-huh. I hate it. It's yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing. I got um, some dental companies who got in on the April Fool's Day. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and so you know, I, my thought is it, it it's really difficult to land uh-huh. something good, right? On April Fool's, it's just really hard, and um, it never works, and it just makes it either makes people mad or it makes them roll their eyes. And, right. and I got an email today from Parkell, okay, the uh, the dental company who I love. Uh-huh. I love you know they make a lot of great stuff. I love I, Parkell for sure. I love their dry Z. Paste. Yeah, awesome. Dr- yeah, dry. I call it dries, but you know, I also call. I say dry Z just because my assistant just quite can't quite get it if I say dries. But if I say dry Z, she knows. Yeah, yeah. I also call him Jay's. Um, you know, the rapper that's married <laughs> to Beyonce. Uh-huh. So yeah. it could be on me. I don't know. Okay. It, it, you know, any company that that makes you know some really nice, like just a wide array of products from everything uh-huh. from ultrasonics to endo stuff to restorative to you know just all the stuff i'm uh-huh. a big fan of that company and yeah you know they're they're reasonably priced and and they've got a great a, a great pr person a great marketing person named tree Maynella, who's just the nicest sweetest lady in the world hmm. i love parkell love them okay. however i get an email from parkell today that uh-huh. has in the subject line a blue moose spotted in the alaskan wilderness and so you pull up the email right. and it's, uh, you know, a Photoshop picture of a moose that's blue. Mm-hmm. And then it says April Fool's. I get it. Like you okay. make by registration called blue moose. Yay. I don't need this as uh, I just don't need it. You know, no. it's just not no. it's it's not uh, it, it doesn't land. And then I got another one from 
Golden Dental. Golden Dent, I'm sorry. Hmm. And it says... Um, Shower with us. <laughs> oh, God, please. <laughs> oh. Should I edit that one? <laughs> no, you have to leave that. You have to leave that. Um, it says medieval extractions are great. And then you open the email and it says extracting teeth with medieval forceps hasn't changed in 200 years. It's better than ever. And then it says April Fool's and they're trying to sell you on physics forceps, right? Oh, okay. Just doesn't land. It no. just does not land. And then mm-hmm. Glidewell today um, posted something on their social channels that was a video from... I don't know, 1984, it might looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and, and all of these, they they go to the, like, April Fool's joke yeah. immediately. They're like, breaking, we just released new video of our absolute latest breakthrough innovation technology, April Fool's, on the same post. Yeah. Like, the point of an April Fool's prank is that you make people think that it's real, and then they start questioning... Right. Oh, what day is it? And then hours later, you come back with the April Fools, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just right there in the same email, same post, same just one line down. It just it never lands. Yeah, it's kind of like that guy that gives you a riddle and then he tells you the punchline and punches you in the shoulder and laughs at his own joke. And you're like, yes, that's exactly what these were. Yeah. These were these were the electronic equivalent of those. Yeah. So dental companies just stay out of this. A few years ago, uh, Align Tech did something good. Okay. And they did like that they were going to have Invisalign for dogs. And, oh, yeah, and they yeah. had a whole video. I mean, it was all really well done. Okay. And it wasn't like hours and hours later that they sent out an email saying, Oh, mm-hmm. April Fools. And yeah. speaking of a line, I got an I got a Facebook message today from uh, my buddy Shamik in North Carolina, and it, it appeared to be a link to an article in the LA Times mm-hmm. headline reading ADA endorses Smile Direct Club. Hmm. And before I even clicked on it, I uh-huh. pulled out my phone and I was dialing the ADA. <laughs> and then I clicked on it and it was like a Rick Roll, uh-huh. uh, you know, kind of deal. So he got me on that one. So okay. that one was was well played. But we had like right. Tom Brady, quote unquote, April Fool's retired today. Yeah. Just stupid, dumb stuff like I that. I got uh, Russell Wilson was traded to the Giants. So, I, but I mean... That joke was already played out three weeks ago, so it. Uh, I went, oh, it's April Fool's. Yes, yeah, it's it's very difficult to make these things. Yeah, um, to make these things, you know, land or to for somebody to buy it, you know, it just yeah. is. It's really, really difficult. I w- I went to go visit my mother at uh, her her senior living center, uh-huh. and uh, they have uh, in the main hallway they have these these public restrooms, and so I went in there on my way in, mm-hmm. and taped to the mirror. Mm-hmm. was a sign that said, mirror under repair, please do not use. <laughs> oh, I saw you posted that on Facebook. It was good. Yeah, so I posted a picture of it, and some people think it was an April Fool's Day joke by the Senior Living Center. Uh-huh. It makes sense. I don't... I, okay. <laughs> I would say the vast majority of people there have some sort of dementia. <laughs> okay. April Fool's Day jokes do not need to be performed on people with dementia because they don't understand. Yes, they don't get it. They don't understand. Um, So that's what makes me think like, I just don't think they would do an April Fool's Day joke. 
Well, maybe was it like a guest restroom? So like maybe they don't go there. So it was a safe bet that only people like no, you. It's like the public. It's it's the it's the restroom that's right by the dining room. Mm. So I'm assuming that many residents probably go there. Yeah. You know, when they're in the dining room or whatever, and and there's all the stuff in it, like the the pull cord on the wall if somebody falls down, so that somebody come, you know somebody comes yeah. to check on them. Or so it's it's fully equipped for residents. So I just don't think this could possibly be yeah. a um I just don't think it could possibly be a April Fool's Day joke. It just couldn't be. Yeah, I Yeah, I think I'm I think you're right. I'd be very disappointed if they did an April Fool's Day joke. Just knowing yeah. their audience. Right, right. No, that makes anyway, sense. Did you get fooled by anything today? I didn't. I'm just always on guard. Day after the birthday, always get ready for yeah. somebody trying to pull a shenanigans. Pull some uh-huh. stupid shit. Yeah. Shouts to uh, Scrammy, Mike Scramstead, who uh, had to endure the the harshest of April Fool's Day jokes today. Today's his birthday. So that means he was yeah. born on April Fool's Day, yeah. um, which is, is the harshest of all the April Fool's Day jokes. Yeah. Oy vey. Yeah, I imagine he gets really, really old in that household. Yep. Yep. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Apparently. We answer our listeners' questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Fuck No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the worst day of the year? Because we all know that <laughs> April freaking Fool's Day is the worst day of the entire year. Uh-huh. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Do we think Gordon... I, Gordon seems to me like the kind of guy that would, would hatch an ill-conceived and ill-planned yeah. April Fool's Day joke. He seems the, the dad joke. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's what I mean by yeah. that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the, the super dad joke sort of sort of dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested to know. I didn't see anything on, on clinician's report today. Yeah. Um, that would make me think that, that there was, but I also don't think that he's ever looked at any of their social channels at all. So There's a good, uh, good chance, right. Yeah. We have a new segment this week. Yeah. We so, are trying out something new. It's one of those uh, way to bury the lead, Lance. I've been doing something for 10 years and, or more and hadn't even thought to bring it up. Never heard of it until a couple <laughs> weeks ago. And you sent me a screen grab of something. And I was like, holy shit, why aren't we talking about this on the show? <laughs> so I thought, I said, this is now your new segment. And so now you, I've got ad suck. Yeah. Um, Josh complains about commercials. Now you have this. So, uh, yeah, what we decided we were going to call uh, it, it's, um, uh, oh God, I'll have to look at sucks or what, uh, <laughs> you have good- um, I, I sent it to you, the name yeah. of it. Oh, uh, real shit. Real shit on real self. Yes, real shit on real self. Lance's new segment. So Lance, I need a um, music intro on that. I, yeah, I'll work yeah, on we'll that. come up. We'll come up with with something. If any of our listeners, um, wasn't there? There was a movie called um, Real Genius. Real Genius. Yeah, I don't, was there like a theme song to that? Maybe that we oh, could probably. we could co opt or something. Yeah, I'll look. At, I'll look into that one. So tell me about real self. Okay, so years and years ago, I, I, when. You know, the anxiety of of practice ownership just was killing me. And I would be awake all night long on the weekends trying to figure out how the hell can I get my website to perform better? What can I do to to 
get get seen and get the the phone to ring, I came across a directory. Now, back in the day, directories were all the rage. Everybody thought, as long as I make sure I'm listed in every directory, I'm going to get found. And so I came across Real Self. What's interesting is their database has all of us there. You're there, and you can go and claim your listing. And if you haven't claimed it yet, you have that little avatar that's just a grayed out silhouette of a of a head. And uh, you can upload a photo to customize it and, and make sure your information is correct, your phone number is correct, and all the different things. And w- the idea would be if, if a dentist would, or any physician, it, it's realself.com is focused on cosmetics. So boob job, liposuction, rhinoplasty, everything, including dentistry. And if you are willing to answer questions that the public asks, then um, you will then get kind of favored positioning. Um, and I don't think they anticipated people like me to then just start answering a shit <laughs> no ton of questions. No one anticipated people like you, Lance. No one ever. <laughs> no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. So I started answering many, many questions. And so I was just plastered all over their website for, for a while. And then they, they changed their layout so that they, other, I'm sure other dentists were complaining. Uh, the average dentist, if they answer anything, the average guy does one or two questions. Uh, maybe a more motivated person will do five or six questions. And an unusual person might be 200. And I think I'm up to 3,000 answers now. Wow. And you're sticking to dental questions, I would guess, yeah. right? I stick I okay. stick with the ones that I actually do. And, and these really are real answers. And so they're real questions. And, and I try to make sure that, especially if someone locally is asking a question, then I will maybe get them to give me a call and, uh, and come in for a consultation or something like that. Now, the interesting thing is over time, it finally has paid off. And I have had some pretty big uh, aesthetic cases come from it. And so nice. when, I, when other people heard that, oh, you did a veneer case and you found out on Real Self, they w- went to Real Self, filled out their thing. And and I guess they just expected that they would start getting phone calls. Just rolling in, man. Just watch yeah. them roll in. And then you'll hear people complain saying, yeah, I tried that. That doesn't work. Well, it, I think it took me eight years before I finally got a phone call Jeez. and a case from it. And so King just, of perseverance, Lance, Ar- <laughs> Lance uh, Jesus, Lance Timmerman, Lance, Lance Armstrong and Lance Timmerman together, yeah, yeah. the kings of perseverance. So, I mean, if my morning routine is, is I've got it set up to get an email every morning and, and I'll just scroll through the questions and, and I'll try to pick at least one. So this, this will get me 30 answers per month. And over, over time, it'll just add up. And maybe I got a boring weekend or something and I'll answer four or five questions. And uh, so I saw most of them are pretty decent questions and some of them are just ridiculous. They're not quite Reddit level, but they're dumb. Yeah. So that's when I, I screenshotted one and sent it to you and you're like, yes, what, the, what is this? Like, oh, so yeah. the new segment is you're going to read a question from real self. Uh huh. And we're going to talk about it. All right. So it's like a little role reversal. Yeah, a little bit. It's like it's like getting into role playing, right, Lance? <laughs> like, <laughs> go ahead. You see, finish that thought. No, I know. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> okay, because you said I like something, and then you tailed off about what you're going to say you liked. Oh, yeah, I like dressing up in furries and. and okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Which is not true. I was just scrolling. Yeah. Where we don't want to make. We do not want to make the furries mad, Lance. No, no. One of them is running for president, apparently. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, so here we found it. Uh, this person in Tustin, California, said, "Should I worry about gluten in my Invisalign composite attachments? I have celiac disease, therefore I'm allergic to gluten. I know the aligners are gluten-free, as per what Align has on their website. I'm only worried about there being gluten in the composite attachments." 
and that's when I just my jaw was on the floor going seriously that's when I immediately screenshotted and just sent it to you is there gluten in her Invisalign attachments if she came to my office I would say yes just to get her to leave I don't I don't want to treat <laughs> do you have celiac disease no. Okay. Thank I, didn't God. Want to, I didn't want to start bagging on him. You're like, well, dude, actually, I. Uh, Thank I, God. Uh, Andrea's sister does. Okay. Uh, no, I'm saying not Andrea's sisters. Andrea's assistant does. Oh. Um, and, and it's it's. I mean, like tested, verified, all all the gastroenterologists. Okay. You know, so blood tests all for this real, stuff. and not just. Well, it sounds like a good idea. Let's yes, limit my real. diet. Now I have a good friend named Chris mm-hmm. who. Is never been has been tested and tested normal, mm-hmm. but insists that he has a gluten intolerance. However, it's never been tested, or it's never shown in a test. Right, right. Pretty easy test. It's got a, a pretty you know high sensitivity and specificity. Do they? Is it a blood Am test? I what they do? Right? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure it's a blood test or okay. something. I don't know. Whatever. Spit, spit in a cup. <laughs> spit in a cup. Um, just one cup. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Lance, <laughs> killing me. Oh, um, you know, I, it, it's all the rage to be the gluten free. Uh huh. So much so that just all of us hate everything that is gluten free. Uh-huh. Or you know, anybody who who doesn't have celiac who goes gluten free, right? Because it's just a bullshit. Like whatever. Yeah. You know, if, if if humans didn't have gluten, the human race wouldn't be what it is today, right? We would yeah. not not have evolved to where we would evolve if we didn't have gluten. Right. Um, do we think this person is actually gluten, is, or is actually celiac, tested celiac? Uh, maybe. I mean, I have no reason to to doubt them having it. I just don't know, think they understand what that means. I feel it's like a, I would, I would say, so I'm in San Antonio, it's a diabetes type two capital of the world. Okay. When I have a type one diabetic, All right. they know their shit. Like they're really good at controlling their diet and doing the things they need to do. And when yeah. they eat something, how, you know, what it affects, uh, it has directly on their blood sugar and all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, my, my then, parents have forms of cancer. They know a lot about cancer. A as lot a about it. Yep. What about it? Then my type two diabetes patients uh, who aren't very good mm-hmm. at taking care of anything, they don't know what their A1C is. They've never heard of an A1C. They mm-hmm. don't know where their glucometer is. They know nothing about their disease, right? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. So somebody who really does have celiac knows a lot about gluten and knows mm-hmm. what type of products have gluten. So the question is, mm-hmm. is it that they don't know anything about composite? That has to be it, right? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I think so. That they just don't understand what composite is. Because if they, I mean, a quick Google search would show that, oh, composite is basically plastic. Mm-hmm. And plastic can't have gluten in it because it doesn't have any wheat. Right. So it just makes me wonder if this person is actually a celiac. Is that what you call somebody with celiac disease? A celiac? Uh, seems, it seems weird. <laughs> sure, an animaniac. I yeah, don't know. it seems like a, a tough thing to call somebody. Like you, yeah. celiac. 
<laughs> sounds very derogatory. Such a celiac, Lance. <laughs> I don't think this person actually has celiac. Yeah, I don't know. That uh, they, Yeah, they seem awful dumb. Uh, do you do any Invisalign? Not really, no. Okay. So let's say you somebody comes in for some for some BioClear. Mm-hmm. And they ask you, does this have gluten in it? I just say no. You say no. And just Nope. When do you want to start? This is how much it costs. Unless they piss me off already and then I'm trying to find a way for, to get them out. So then I'll just say, yeah. Pretty I have sure a new system. I have a new system. Okay. And I'm going to pitch you on this system. Uh-oh. So you're the pitcher, I'm the catcher? <laughs> I, will, I will neither confirm nor deny. Um, from now on, if someone comes in and says, does this, does this composite, does this bonding, does this uh-huh. resin, does this whatever, do these, this button material, does, does this have gluten in it? Mm-hmm. The automated canned response, the scripted response is, why, yes, it does. Is that a problem for you? Oh, it is a problem for you. Oh, well, then we'll have to use the upgraded resin composite, the one that doesn't have gluten in it. That's an extra $750. There you go. Boom. And really, that $750, to be honest with you. That's the PETA fee. PETA fee, baby. PETA Mm -hmm. fee. Hell yeah. And ironically, PETAs do have a lot of gluten in them. It's just probably a, a... not a great use of the of, uh-huh. of the acronym PETA in this uh-huh. situation, yeah. because PETAs are loaded with gluten. But um, yeah, this is a PETA fee for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Because just imagine what you're going to have to deal with with that patient. Yeah, it, it, it's like the person someone posted, and I don't think it's one that you shared, where they were going to get their uh, impacted thirds out and they're going to go see a holistic dentist. And the person's like, yeah, a holistic dentist would know to take the PDL out, but a regular dentist wouldn't. What yeah. What do you get? What do you, what are you guys doing? Not extracting the PDLs? Come on. People. I mean, geez. Where, did you even learn extractions in dental school? I mean, come on. Jeez. <laughs> Leaving behind PDLs. That's insane. Lance. I mean, that, that's who would, you, who, what reckless dentist would leave a PDL behind? Can't Al Huggins. Imagine. I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's got that lost his license because he was taking the uh, amalgams out and promising people they wouldn't use oh, a wheelchair. Yeah. Here's the deal. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck you, Hal Huggins. I've never met you. I've never uh-huh. even I've never even heard of you. You can burn in hell. <laughs> if that's your deal. Uh, burn in Mexico. He had to leave the country. Good. Uh-huh. Good. I'm gonna find the paper that your license is printed on, and I'm going to use it for toilet paper. That's right. You thieving, <laughs> conniving, piece like Brendan of shit. Fraser on Airheads. Yes. Here's my thought. With every holistic dentist, are you uh-huh. stupid or are you a liar? It can be both. I mean, that's it's one of the two. <laughs> you're either lying to the public and, and using this as a cash grab or you're dumb uh-huh. and you did not learn anything about critically appraising science at all while you were in school. Uh-huh. And you don't have a logical brain whatsoever. Like, that's it. It's stupid or liar for, from a holistic dentist standpoint. Those are yeah. the two options. So holistic dentist, if you're listening right now, there's probably other shoot. There's other shows that are better for you than ours. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so step one is to fuck yourself, <laughs> and then step two is to answer the question: Are you stupid or are you a liar? Which one is? It? I hope yeah. it's stupid because stupid. I hope it's both. You can take courses. <laughs> I don't think you can take courses about being a liar. Mm, that's true. So, would you rather have a patient ask if? 
the composite that uh, is going to be on the buttons or the bonding or the restoration or whatever. Would you rather, rather have them ask if it's gluten-free or BPA-free? Gluten, because I think I can probably trick them. Yeah, I mean, the gluten one's much easier to answer. Yeah. Uh, obviously not. The BPA one, I mean... Now I got to provide evidence and, you know, here's my MSDS sheet. And yeah. Here's the, yeah. Do you have a BPA-free alternative in your practice? Oh, I doubt it. I don't know. I usually just get rid of the people So there's a like couple that. of good ones if you need some. I mean, this is actual content here, so this veers away from what we normally do. Oh, that's weird. I feel dirty. <laughs> and Mira Fusion from Voco. Okay. If you need something uh, that you could do like a class four with mm-hmm. um, and do maybe some layering or something like that or have some stiffness to be able to do that type of restoration and anterior type restoration and have good polish and good shading and all that stuff. I try to make and sure it's really, really stiff before I polish. Got you have to. It, otherwise, yeah. I mean, sometimes you can polish it first and it will get stiff, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it always helps if it's stiff first. Yeah. Um, second one would be Activa from the good people at Pulp Den. Now, the problem with Activa is it's difficult to use for like a class four situation or whatever because it's just not, it doesn't have, it's more like a flowable. It doesn't have great, not a lot of girth. It doesn't have great body to be able to stack, right? Okay. So, all right. Yeah, it does have a, a small, uh, narrow little cannula tip that it, uh, mm-hmm expresses out of as if it were a flowable. Yeah, I like a girthy cannula. You got to be careful. <laughs> you shoot too much out of that, though. And That's then, true. And then, and then you've you've wasted your material. Yeah, but you wasted that load for sure. That's it. And then, you know, it's just that just costs you more money, Lance. Mm-hmm. I leave it well, on the so table. I, so, so what was your response to this, uh, I'm assuming young lady, or it could be a young man, to this this young person who was asking about gluten in the Invisalign buttons, or did you choose to not answer this? Yeah, one? I kept scrolling. Okay. I went, I went to the next question. <clears throat> Probably a good choice. If this one was in Seattle, would you have answered it? I would have. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. If it's, I mean, it's in Tustin. I don't know where yeah. Tustin is. Uh, Orange County. Okay. So we could send them to, um, who do we know in, tu- who do we know in, o- Orange County-ish. I mean, Mike um, Tatola's there, but he doesn't practice. Yeah. Uh, Doug Sakurai, um, he's down in uh, Longview. Oh, I know that Nicole Smith is there. Um, Anna, Anna Nicole Smith? No, it's. I think it's just Nicole Smith. She's just I don't think it's, a pile of dust now. Yeah, no, this is actually a, a female dentist. Okay. That. I'm sure she's never heard that one before. Right, right. Um. So, yeah, so great. Um, I think we we did some good today. There's no gluten in the buttons. You're totally fine. Mm -hmm. But the BPA is going to turn you into a gay frog, um, (laughs) according to Alex Jones. Uh So, watch out for that. (laughs) Question two from a listener. All right. Listener listener Moritz asks, hey, guys, big fan of yours. I'm a dentistry student in Frankfurt, Germany, and love to get an insight into American dentistry through you guys. I'm currently performing on stages all across Germany in a stand-up fashion to teach folks about their own mouths, by the way. Feel free to check out my Facebook page, Moritz M. Michael, for that. It just launched it today. Hmm. I got an anatomical question for you, though. Considering that a whole bunch of important facial muscles insert into the modiolus, the little knob lateral to the angle of your mouth... How do you think it's still possible for Heath Ledger's Joker, who had this area cut by his abusive dad, to still have a more or less normal facial expression? Love the similar question on Wolverine's dentition, by the way. Listening, looking forward to listening to you guys discuss this. Cheers, Moritz. 
Huh. So I, I did go and check out Moritz's um, videos of him doing stand-up. Okay. And uh, it's it's good. It's all in German. Okay, I was going to ask if you... Yeah, but you, the you crowd... I do not. The crowd... Okay. I'm just judging by the crowd's reaction. Uh-huh. They all seem to be laughing. Good. All right. So, I, I mean, for all I know, he's just saying, like, the teeth are the hottest substance in the human body, <laughs> apart from my Oma's backhand when I played with a dreidel once. Um, so that may be what he said. I, I tried okay. to do a Google Translate thing, you know, a, yeah. um, a babble fish sort of deal, and that's yeah. that's kind of what it what it uh, what it put out. Got a Hans <laughs> um, France action going there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it looked it looked really good. Uh, okay. So so shouts to I our mean, our good friend Moritz. If proud, you do anything I mean, in English, send jealous. it to us. I, I, there's always been that moment. Every once in a while, I'm like, man, I, I should get up on stage, open mic night. I think I'd be funny, but I know I would just go up there and just piss my pants and and, and bomb. So I've never done a open mic format. It does. I it takes a lot of resilience, buddy. It really yeah. does because people are dicks, yeah. and especially that kind of deal where they're not paying to see you. Right. Um, Better have yeah, some, I think, a tight five. Otherwise, don't you, bother. A very tight five, Lance. A tight five and a tight something else because mm-hmm. uh, after you get up there, uh, it, it's uh, you're naked. Yes, exactly, exactly. Now, you know, I've been practicing dentistry for a while, Lance. Mm-hmm. I have to admit something. Uh oh. I don't remember the Modi illness from <laughs> Gross Anatomy. Okay, good. Me too. I'm so glad you said that because I'm like, uh, I thought I did pretty good in head and neck anatomy. And, uh, maybe no, this I, is just a German thing. Yeah. I'm maybe ho- this is I'm like an Aryan trait, right? Like, this is uh, one of the things that sets the uh, master race apart. And so maybe they only <laughs> teach it at German dental schools. Yeah, right, right. So I pulled it up on, and it is on Wikipedia, and it does oh. not, I do not see a, um, do not see anything about a pronunciation. So I'm just going to go with modiolus, okay. uh, and I could be pronouncing it wrong, and there's probably, you know, somebody who actually paid attention in Gross Anatomy who is uh, who's screaming at their at their phone right there, yeah. right now. Well, I mean, you know, it's always the, the emphasis on a syllable that makes yeah, the difference. Absolutely. In facial anatomy, the modiolus is a chiasma of facial muscles held together by fibrous tissue located lateral and slightly superior to each angle of the mouth. It is important in moving mouth, facial expression, and in dentistry. It is extremely important in relation to stability of lower denture because the strength and variability of movement of the area derives its motor nerve supply from the facial nerve and its blood supply from the labial branches of the facial artery. It is contributed mm-hmm. to by the following muscles. Now, just just honesty here. Straight honesty. As I say these muscles, I want you to say, and I'll do the same thing, whether or not you remember anything about them from gross anatomy. Okay. Obicularis oris. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. Buccinator. Oh, yeah. I remember the name. Okay. It's the sucking the straw muscle. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't dissect like, it. Origin and insertion or right. any of that shit. Yeah. Levator anguli oris. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, I remember hearing it. Depressor anguli oris. That, yeah. You do Botox. <laughs> and so sometimes we'll, we'll inject okay. into that. Zygomaticus major. 
I remember obviously your zygo, you know, yeah. zygomatic arch. Yeah. Um, Rhizorius. No. I do not remember that at all. Mm-mm. The only thing I can imagine is that this muscle has been renamed since I was in dental school. <laughs> right. Like it, before it was some offensive name to like Indonesians or something like that. And so they had to name it a different name. That's why I don't recognize it. Or it was I, some disgraced doctor. It was named yes, after him. And, and now he's Yeah. And, and he like grabs someone's ass or something. Uh-huh. And so now we can't, uh, we can't, we can't have that anymore. Yeah. Platisma. I do remember Platisma. Yeah. Uh-huh. Levator labi superiorius. Yeah. I remember that. So yeah. Rhizorius is the one that I don't remember. Yeah. The fake one. Um, the new, new discovery. The new discovery. It's like it's every once in a while they'll be like, oh, a new species of whatever has been, you know, new species of of uh, honeybee has been found in uh-huh. French Micronesia. This is the equivalent of that. Yeah. A new muscle has been found somewhere by the mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it. So it looks like this is kind of the confluence of all of those muscles. Mm-hmm. And it is sort of, I, you know, it, it looks like it's vaguely like where a um, dimple would be. Mm-hmm. So the question is, the Joker. Mm-hmm. Specifically Heath Ledger's Joker, which really, I think, has become the Joker. It, it really Cap- has. I mean, capital T, capital J. Like, forever... Because I mean, I we've already forgotten Cesar Romero's version from the 60s. We've forgotten, TV show. like, who was the other guy? Uh, Jared Leto. He, right. He's been the Joker since, and that was immediately forgotten. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, for God's sake. Yeah. Jack Nicholas, the golfer, played the Joker. I don't know if you remember that in Batman <laughs> yeah. Part Two. Yeah, on um, Hole 18. It was. Yes. <laughs> um, we, I mean, we've had a lot of Jokers, but. Mm hmm. Th- the capital T, capital J Joker is Heath Ledger forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. Now, he says in the question, let me go back to it. Um, how do you think it's still possible for Heath Ledger's Joker, who had this area cut by his abusive dad? Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He tells two different stories in the movie. Okay. Do you remember this? Nope. He's like, you want to hear about my scars? And and he's that's a horrible Joker impersonation. Yeah, you, you sound it's really bad. Like Rain Man. <laughs> Actually, the Rain Man as Joker would be strangely terrifying. Yeah, get Dustin Hoffman in there. Yes, it's really like well, she just keeps counting, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just counting the people I'm going to murder." Yeah. And like, oh god, um, there's no reasoning with him. Mm-hmm. So he tells the story about how his dad was a drinker or whatever, and mm-hmm. cut him right. Um, then he tells another story about how. His wife got in deep with loan sharks or something. Do you remember that one? No. And they cut her up. She was a model or something, and they cut mm. her up, and she was all depressed because she was she was ugly now. And so then he cut his mouth mm. so that she wouldn't feel alone, and then she dumped him because he was too ugly. Do you remember that? That was like the one at the party. Hmm. No, it's. God, it oh man, you so got to do some Dark Knight research, Lance. Come on, buddy. I watched it way Come back then and, and haven't since. So Really? You've never seen it since then? I guess not. I usually I'm, I'm watching stuff like that on a plane. Just alone. We don't have to let's all watch Dark Knight all over again. But 
I guess they haven't. Yeah, so it's it's if it's it's one of those movies for me. If I'm flipping through channels and it's on, I stop because mm-hmm. it's just like there's so many moments in it that are just and and honestly, like some of the plot stuff doesn't make sense. You know, it's it's a typical Christopher Nolan movie where if you get real deep on the plot, you start finding some holes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like my underwear drawer. If you dig deep, like you're mm-hmm. gonna find some holes. Uh, the problem is though, it's, it's just so well acted and just, you have these moments of, you know, after he kills the judge and he, and he, um, Mm -hmm. he blows up her car and then he kills the chief of police and all of that. You know, there's just these moments of just feeling like utter helplessness, you know, just like this guy is, is, is bound to to just let chaos prevail. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just such an amazing freaking performance and, and RIP to Heath Ledger, obviously like, oh, for sure. you know, that's, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's never been a greater performance in a comic book movie. And I don't think there ever will be. Mm. Would you agree with that? It's uh, certainly up for discussion. I mean, that was a, I don't even think it's up for discussion. Role. I mean, yeah. he won the Oscar for God's sake. Like yeah. posthumously he won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable performance. And so, you know, either way, whether dad cuts him or whether he cuts himself for uh, his wife, um, either way, he, you know, he talks about putting a razor in his mouth uh, and, and slicing through the cheek. So what would you cut through? You'd cut through all those muscles, right, that we just went over. you cut uh-huh. through this modiolus. Okay. Um, the the question is is would he still have the ability to make facial expressions? Not very good ones. I'm thinking of someone that has like Bell's palsy or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, I was thinking you know, of palsy so where or the, stroke or a, yeah, yeah, where they they're 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 sort of you know uh, neurologically compromised on one side, not physically, but neurologically compromised on one side. And they, but even they with do that, have, though, if you've cut them. They eventually heal. It's scar tissue, but it's still functional, <clears throat> just different function. So, so your your supposition is that other innervation would sort of rewire itself, and that they'd still be able to. Yeah, th- uh, during the healing process, the the tissues attach again. Limited yeah. limited sensation, maybe change in directional movements, I'm but gonna, they're still yeah, move. I, I think he's right. I think I think uh, Moritz is right here because. Especially, it, it more has to do with the choices that Heath Ledger made to play the Joker as the the sort of okay. facial expressions and tics that he makes. There's a lot of weird lip stuff. There's a lot of lip licking. There's yeah. a lot of 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 almost spastic movements that kind of I like don't. David Tennant on. Uh... Yeah, um, like when he played uh, Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, yeah. And, and Harry Potter. A lot of like weird facial tics yeah. that are random and repeating. Uh, I, I don't think he'd be able to do a lot of that stuff, especially there's one scene in particular, and it's almost sad that I know this movie this well, but it's it's when they're at when the Joker breaks into the party. And he's, you know, asking where Bruce Wayne is and he, he grabs uh, Rachel Dawes, played by uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh-huh. And he's got a knife in his hand, but he, he takes his, his hand with the knife in it and like slicks his hair back a certain way. And while he's doing that, he does this facial expression. I'll, I'll break it down and send it to you and so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay. There's just no way that if he was cut the way that he's cut, 
if it was anything uh, like if it was anything deeper than just a tiny, you know, just barely on the surface mm-hmm. and, a, and a super clean cut, which it doesn't look like it would be based on that scar, right? Mm-hmm. Scar is not like primary closure, yeah. you know, nice, neat, you know, ref- reflected flap, 12 blade, uh-huh. you know, well done, precise scar. It's jagged and rough and 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 keloided almost. There's no yeah. way. There's uh-huh. just no way. He he would have that weird like Bell's palsy sort of like drooling out the side of his mouth. Uh-huh. And it's never, you know, you immediately, an evil genius is immediately 40% less genius if they're drooling from the side of their mouth. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I see where you're going. Yeah. Like if a Bond villain were like, Mr. Bond, I am going to destroy the East Coast. And he just had like a big mustard drop hanging off his chin. Uh-huh. You wouldn't be listening to a thing he said. You'd be like, yeah, you got something like right there. Well, right and there. he's like, going to be stroking his pussy. So I'll definitely be <laughs> you know, watching other things. Uh, I have a couple of patients who have had... Uh, uh, BSSOs like orthognathic surgery recently. Okay, like in like in the past two years, um, they've had their surgery and they still complain of having stuff on their face when they eat all the time and not knowing it's there. Like mm. literally, like big chunks of food on their face and not mm-hmm. knowing it's there. Um, so I just don't believe that. I, I, I had never thought about it until this point. Until until Morch brings it up, but yeah, there's just no way he could do the things with his mouth that he does. Right. If he had these these scars, yeah, I think that's just ruining the magic of the show. Just just watch the movie. Yeah, no, suspend your disbelief yeah. for sure. Pass the popcorn for sure. What's uh, <laughs> what's what's less believable? The Joker's facial expressions, despite having <clears throat> these uh, deep horrendous cuts. Or the fact that Rachel doesn't want to just immediately dump everything, you know, like she has a chance to be with Bruce Wayne, who's like cut, he's ripped, mm-hmm. he looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a Christian billionaire. Bale, he's, he's a billionaire, he looks amazing. He's like diversified portfolio, he owns all these businesses, he's mm-hmm. into the arts, he owns restaurants. That dude snaps his finger. He gets whatever he wants. And then he tells Rachel, like, I want to be with you. I'm ready to give up Batman, whatever. And then she says, no. She picks this, like, prosecutor who's yeah. making 60 grand a year. No no chance. Yeah, this, no chance at all. That's, that's far less believable for sure. th- than the Joker scar and him being able to make those facial expressions. For sure. The other thing I love is, is I don't know if you remember this plot line, uh, the accountant that works at Wayne Enterprises that somehow figures out that the you know that that Bruce Wayne is Batman because of the accounting budget or whatever uh-huh. for applied sciences, and he he tries to he tries to shake him down. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he wants I want ten million dollars a year in a Swiss bank account, whatever. Like no accountant ever would, would they'd be so terrified of this yeah. that they would. I I don't I don't foresee that that ever happening. Uh, that that is also another uh, very un. Not a believable part of the movie. For sure. Again, uh, uh, Christopher Nolan movies, you start picking at the surface, man, and, and, the, and those plot holes do start to start to come up. But still. Yeah, yeah. What, give me your, your top, what's your top Christopher Nolan movie of all time? So you've got the three Batmans, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. 
You've got Inception. Yeah. You've got um, The Prestige. Oh, that was good, um, too. I'm trying to think. I'm tr- what other... Oh, I'm missing. I'm missing a really popular one. Because um, those were really good. Oh, Dunkirk. Was off. I only saw that on a plane, and it, and I was half asleep through it. I never finished. Dunkirk. Yeah, and I was oh, there. Interstellar. I didn't see that one. Interstellar's rough. That's going to be a tough one for you because it's got a lot of like dad daughter stuff. So yeah. you've got Interstellar, Dunkirk, Inception. Um, Memento. I didn't think about Memento. Oh, that was Christopher Nolan. That was great. Yeah, love. It's one, one of his first ones. Uh, okay. Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight, Batman Begins. Those are kind of the biggest ones. Yeah. I haven't seen Memento in a long time, so I, I can't. I, I I've only seen it once or twice, and it was let's see that movie's two thousand two. I probably saw it in two thousand two and two thousand three. So it's yeah. been I, see, well I over it. a decade or two. I saw it a long time ago, but it still was such a good one that it's probably, it's going to be one of my top three for sure. Um, Thoughts on Inception? Inception was great too. It, that was Love just, it. Yeah. Loved it. And, and God, The Prestige was awesome. Prestige is great. Yeah. If you've never seen The Prestige, check out The Prestige. Yeah. It's really good. The problem with The Prestige is it came out the same time as a movie with Ed Norton called The Illusionist. Yeah. And so there were two movies about magicians at the same time for some reason. Yeah. And they both got sort of, they took each other's vibe a little bit. And so neither one of them kind of kind of rose to the top. I went to go see Interstellar. Interstellar is really good. I went to go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And there's some stuff about like uh, dads coming back uh, later on and like dad that you thought died kept coming back later in, in life and and mm. I will admit like to openly weeping like a like a child sure. whose balloon had popped um, at yeah. the movie theater um, but it was dark no one saw it so it was good perfect it was good so Moritz we're saying well, I'm calling bullshit on on the, at least the way Ledger played the character yeah. um, and, and his injuries there's just no way he could he could make those sort of spastic facial motions yep Cool. You cool with that? I am cool with that. You ready for a Reddit? I am always ready for a Reddit. Reddit user Pharmological Fog One. Hmm. Great Reddit name. I'm in a pharmological fog right now. I am. I've been there wait, recently. Wait a minute. I just got my tooth extracted an hour ago. What aftercare should I do? Also, is there any way to deal with the itching? Stick a dick in it. (laughs) Is there any way to deal with the itching? Well, number one, uh, you should have talked to the dentist that pulled the tooth. They usually give you post-op instructions. I'm assuming that this guy was in such a fog that a pharmacological fog. Yeah. Yeah. That post-op instructions were given. <laughs> we, we don't do it verbally. We give it written. Sure. You're also forgetting the fact that this person was most likely insanely high for this. I'd hope. And who knows where they left there in post-op instructions. Um, yeah, this is a question for the person who got to bill you and collect money for this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. however, I love the itchiness. Have you ever had a tooth extracted? Yes. Thirds? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember itchiness to you. 
No. If some if a patient called you and said my extraction site is itchy. What would be your response? Well, take your dick out of there. That's <laughs> like what's been in there that would make it itchy? Uh-huh. Like, oh, you were munching on some poison oak. And uh-huh. now that makes sense. I had uh, a, an old lady just a couple of weeks ago uh, converted a partial to a complete denture. And somehow she thought it the right thing to do despite our written instructions, was to swab out her extraction sites with Q-tips and make piles of bloody Q-tips all over the house. And she came back with just the gnarliest, hugest lesions emanating from these sockets. Weird. Yeah. The oral surgeon had to go jump in and, and cut them off and try to get primary closure. And she had thrombocytopenia. So that didn't help. Still don't really know what that means. <laughs> I think it has to do with they don't have enough blood. I think it's maybe platelet formation. It's not enough blood. She just she tell her to drink some blood. Uh-huh. She'll be fine. Yeah, time to She'll be your be fine. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have enough blood. Go uh, team Edward. Uh, <laughs> that may be the gayest thing you've ever said on this hey, show. I got a daughter who loves that damn series. We even really? took her, we even drove out to Forks so she could walk around. W- where the the city that inspired Stephanie Myers? Yeah, I was dumb, but I love my daughter. There's not a lot happening in Forks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it? Wasn't uh, where was Twin Peaks? Uh, it's a city in North Bend. It's just actually ten miles from my house. Which is uh, which has less going on in it, Twin Peaks or Forks? Forks. Because Forks is in the way in the middle of nowhere on the peninsula, close to the Pacific Ocean. Uh, just nothing's there. Whereas North Bend, where Twin Peaks is, that's a that's a town that you normally gas up before you head over the pass on the on your way on 990 to yeah drive through South Dakota and say hey to Justin Moody. So it's it's a bigger happen in town because that's where roads converge as they go on the interstate. Why is this guy's extraction site itching, Lance? I'm concerned. Maybe, I mean, this guy could have been so high that he was like trying to bite his toenails or something and now he's got um, like some weird hand, foot, and mouth disease. He could be on opioids. I know that if I take opioids i want to keep rubbing my face like my skin on my face just is itchy and i just want to really rub it. yeah i hate that so shit. is this just hydrocodone or is this would this be a coating cough syrup as well yeah probably any any opiate I, i'm assuming any opiate so i i, I avoid them just okay I, I hate that so you have some sort of sensitivity it seems like yeah that could be it that could be it. They may have given him like a, a script for some Norco or something like that. And he took it and before the, you know, mm-hmm. you go and fill it before the anesthetic wears off. And, and this, that, that could be part of it. Um, let's look at some of the comments here. Itching, okay. question mark. And they didn't send you with any post-op instructions. Check their webpage or call them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it says here, they told me, and then he comes back. They told me to keep pressure on the gauze for about 30 minutes. I took it out and it started itching. It doesn't itch anymore. 
but it feels like it could be coming back. Mm. Hmm. They didn't. It says they didn't give him any new gauze. There's not any bleeding, but it's itchy. Mm. I love this question. How are you dealing with saliva? <laughs> Pharmacological fog says just like the usual. There's no problem. Well, that's good because many people, when they get in our dental chairs, all of a sudden forget how to handle saliva. Yeah, that's just that's the that's it's very annoying. so annoying. It's fine before you got here, and now it's toxic. Let's look in a pharmacologic pharmacological pharmacologic fog. Um, let's look at their posts. Let's see what they got here. Um. There's some Thanos memes, so that looks great. A lot in gaming, um, some Ask Reddits. What are some famous Reddit users that new users should know about? Hmm. Who's the most famous re- famous Reddit user, Lance? Oh, fuck, I oh don't my, know. oh my God, Lance. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember last week, uh, one of the Reddits that we looked into, we only looked into a couple of them last week. Uh-huh. One of them was a guy who had some like really strong beliefs on Lord of the Rings uh-huh. plot holes. Sure. We got another one here. Same guy? This was not to say, this is a different guy. Oh, okay. But uh, this is uh, posted in the subreddit for LOTR, which stands for Lord of the Rings. Did Frodo have to trap Golem at the Forbidden Pool? Why is it that when he went down and lured Golem out himself, couldn't Faramir have done that himself with the help of his men and wouldn't have made it so that Golem would stay docile towards the hobbits? Lance, I have to tell you, I don't remember any of that. No, I, re- I remember him there. I don't remember that being I, a- Yeah, I don't remember anybody being trapped. I don't yeah. remember any of that. Wow. Um... Uh, a lot of posts in a, a subreddit called Inspirobot. Inspirobot is an artificial intelligent dedicate an artificial intelligence dedicated to generating unlimited amounts of unique inspirational quotes for endless enrichment of pointless human existence. <laughs> huh. Here's one of them. I, and I, I, I'm assuming this is just done by AI. It says, "You are about to turn into a slut." That's right, a slut. Well, it's good to know. Here's another one. To get sodomized, one must be famous and look like a cunt. Oh, we should make that a t-shirt. Where's Clint? Get a t-shirt. Here's a better one. Mannequins are going to come inside you. Again, this is this is really great. Uh, this is my this is my new favorite subreddit. Whip out your cock, get a divorce, discover your true self, call in sick. In that order, I apparently. <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> Check out this subreddit, all of you. Inspirobot. I N S P S P I R O B O T. Um, let's see anything else good here. Ask Reddit. I think I'm scared to try um, Inspirobot. Subreddit. Good night. He just posted. Good night. Oh, that was friendly. 
Yeah. Yeah. In the subreddit Super Hot, he posted something that said tripping balls. Um so yeah, that might have to do with your itching. <laughs> I think more than the extraction, the tripping balls thing probably has more to do with that than the extraction. Ah, oh, Lance. Wow. Gotta love Reddit. You kinda have to. <laughs> Good luck turning away. Such a freaking mess. It is a verifiable shit show. I believe that you, it's your turn for a song. It is. So I'm going to do my uh, ending stuff here. You be thinking about that. All right. Uh, share this with your friends. Um, it, share in Spirobot. Um, I think that's something that all the human race needs to see now. Um, share this pod. It's how we grow the show. Um, if you have some demented friend that you went to school with, um, somebody you work with, somebody you refer to, somebody you get referrals from, somebody you stalk. Let them know about the show. Yeah, somebody you stalk online. Really, any of those. Any of those will work. Um, let them know about the show, and uh, maybe they'll enjoy it too. Rate and review. Uh, how many stars would you like, Lance? I'd like five. And it's Lance's birthday, so give the Come man on. a good birthday gift. Uh, where would you like it, Lance? I'd like it anywhere. I would say iTunes are probably the best. Oh, I'd start there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. If you're flicking through the Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Social Working Interferences with Josh and Lance on Facebook, Twitter at Winter Francis, Instagram at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram at DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song. Well, you know, <clears throat> I'm always a big fan of covers. You know, because sometimes the cover version of a song is actually better than the original. And so, yeah, we've done a couple covers before on on the show. Africa, yeah, would be one. I think we've done some others. Well, this week is Top Loader. Are you familiar with Top Loader? Top Loader is a case that you put a baseball card in. That's the other one. Okay. So, Top Loader was a a British band. They were post Britpop. So, if you remember the Britpop era, famously helmed by. Hold on, let me get get out my notes. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I've jotted down some of this history of rock and roll with Lance. So Dr. Lance. Britprop was uh, Blur versus Oasis and a whole bunch of other bands that were around then. It's kind of after Manchester had their thing and that got usurped by grunge. Grunge had a short span and then Britpop kind of right around 95 kind of took over the at least the British scene. And so this is after, after Britpop. The, you know, I I heard a song off of their first album. Top Loader's first album was Onka's Big Mocha, and uh, they covered King Harvest's song "Dancing in the Moonlight," and I like their version better than King Harvest's. So, "Dancing in the Moon" it's kind of, it's about as cool as the acoustic version where Frente covered New Order's uh, "Bizarre Love Triangle." Every time I see you falling. Get down on my knees and pray. Looks like they actually actually released that as a single as well, which is you don't see a ton of 
covers no. as singles. No. Um, they released, geez, on that one album, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven singles. Yeah. From a 12 song, 12 track album. That's, that's, it seems like a lot. That's a lot to but me. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. So this is uh, Dancing in the Moonlight, huh? Dancing in the Moonlight by Top Loader. From, from Top Loader off of uh, Unka's Big Mocha, which is, uh, well, everybody knows that uh, Unka has a big mocha. Yeah. No means no, Uncle Dave. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, <laughs> this is Joshua Austin. <laughs> Peace and celebrate the foreskin. <laughs> 